get uh, started on the review of yesterday's daf, and then we'll get to today's. Yesterday was uh, daf ayin zayin number seventy-seven. Today's ayin ches seventy-eight, and uh, we'll do a review of yesterday's daf. Get to today's. We have a mind that our learning should be as chos for shleima for michal aviv abasiudis rifka bas sara. Bar Sofia. Wait, Rivka Bas. No, they are they are Rivka. Oh, Rivka Sara Bas Sofia. Got it. Rivka Sara Bas Sofia. And uh, let's see who else I can have in my head. There's a Yosef Mina. There's Moshe Ben Chefza. There's uh, Hadassah Bas Ranya. Okay. And um, all right. And with that, let's do our review of yesterday's stuff. So, what did we learn? So uh, we saw that there is a Mishnah in, uh, in Shabbos. Mishnah in Shabbos says that uh, you can be made for in the Dharam on Shabbos and you can be shawl in the Dharam on Shabbos if, uh, if it's Litzorok Shabbos, if it's for the sake of Shabbos. And uh, the Shiloh that the Gemara wanted to know is that, uh, is, is, is that line, Shein Litzorok Shabbos, going back on both lines, meaning both Hafaras Nidorim and Hataras Nidorim. The one that the father and husband does, and the one that the rabbi does, are they both have uh, share the the idea that they both have to be litzor shabbos, or uh, maybe that the hafaras nedarim can be even not litzor shabbos, um, and uh, that's the question. And and uh, litzor shabbos is only going on a toras nedarim. So we brought a raya that uh, Rav Zuti Devei Rav Papi learns. That that requires Shabbos. So the answer is, it is does have to be the Tzorak Shabbos. What that means is that Tzorak Shabbos means that it's something that is relevant for Shabbos. Meaning there's a need. I need I need this vow to be removed in order for for Shabbos needs. Like for instance, um, uh, let's say she's not gonna you know she. She whatever it's something that's relevant that she she needs that she needs to be able to eat this on Shabbos. It's a, it's all the food that we have that's prepared for Shabbos, and that's what she's saying that she made a vow not to eat. It's relevant and connected to Shabbos. That's kind of what we're talking about. Okay. Um, on that, uh, Ravashi says, but that's not what our mission says. Our mission says very clearly that uh, if it's nadrim chashecha, then it's meferla. Which means that if she makes the vow right on Shabbos afternoon before it gets dark, then he only has till the end of Shabbos to be, be made for her nether. What kind of vow is that? Is that a vow that's, is that a need of Shabbos? Shabbos is practically over. In two minutes, it's not going to be Shabbos or whatever. Soon, soon, soon after, it's not going to be Shabbos anymore. It's obviously, it's not necessarily Litzorok Shabbos. And he still only has that, that little bit to wipe away her vow. But if, that, if it was something that's not relevant for Shabbos, then it would, why would we give an example that it was two minutes till the end of Shabbos? We should have said, even any point in Shabbos, sorry, you know, there's no attitude to do it on Shabbos. So the Gemara explained that actually it's a machlokas tanoim, whether it needs to be the Torah Shabbos or not for hafara. Um, and that which what's the Tana? The Tana, the Tana of our Mishnah versus the Rabbi Yosef Biut and Rabbi Lazar Rabbi that we saw in yesterday in Antafayin Vav. Uh, basically, a, uh, the Tanakama 
of that price it says that the first entire you have only that day. And Rabbi Yezir and Rabbi Lezir and say that you have a 24-hour period. If you have all day, but just that day, so then, uh, obviously, even if it's not the Tzav Shabbos, we can't say that, well, too bad on you, if she, any value she makes on Shabbos, you have no power of how far over it. Because that's the only day that you can be able to be made for. So it's always, if I don't do it now, I'll never be able to do it. In a sense, it's, it's you know, I need to do this now. So that's the story. And according to the opinion um, that that uh, that you have the 24 hours, so then there's no rush to do it on Shabbos. So then, why should you do it on Shabbos? Only if it's Torah Shabbos. Because you'll have 24 hours. So whatever the vow was brought to his attention gives you uh, that amount of time after Shabbos as well. And you could just be made for the nether at that point. Took us to the next topic, which is being Sho'el Neder. That's the Torah Shabbos. So the, so the Shaila is, um, that idea that you could go to a rabbi on Shabbos, if it's the Torah Shabbos, is that no matter when the vow was made, or um, if the vow was made early enough that we had a chance to do it beforehand, so then, and now he's just, you know, neglectfully waiting till Shabbos to do this, maybe that's worse. So that's the question. So the Torah explains the Raya, Talk about the rabbis went to Rabzutra Bakudya Bhaitur Absira, they made themselves available, they availed themselves, meaning to help remove the vow of Rabzutra Bhaitra Absira, even though it was an editor that he had um, that there was time from before. Okay, so that, that's the idea. Um, so okay, so the bottom line is we don't we don't penalize somebody who who didn't take the chance to do it earlier. Um, and say, now that you want to do it on Shabbos, we're not going to let you do it on Shabbos. Okay. So, um, next. So, the Gemara says, um, Rav Yosef thought to say that uh, you could be shown that arm on Shabbos, but not to anybody. You can't do it like a Bezdin sitting of three people. You could go to one rabbi, a momcha, and let him wipe it away. Why not three? Because then it looks like you're sitting in judgment, and we know that you're not supposed to, the court is not supposed to be in session on Shabbos. So that's why. It just looks bad. So Abai says it's not a problem, and here's why. Because once we pass it, that the three can even be standing, they can even be relatives, it can even be done at night, you're clearly not talking about a regular judgment over here. Um, and therefore it's it doesn't look like it doesn't appear to be like a din and that's why it's not a problem okay um, and that's the story uh, Rav Abba said the name Rav Huna Amar Av that the Allah is that you could do a, a forest and dorm at night so the Gemara says I need to uh, hear that from Rav it's a Mishnah the Mishnah says that Najra Belayli Shabbos obviously you could do it at night we know it's Beferish so the Gemara says, no, that nish'alin nidharim balayla. That's what he said. And then Rababa was shocked. He said to Ravuna, does Rav really say that? He said, he said, look, he was quiet when I said it. That means he agreed. On that, he says, was he quiet or did he, what kind of quiet? Was he quiet in an angry kind of quiet? <laughs> was he upset kind of quiet or was he a, a happy kind of quiet? He's like, let's uh, drink, let's have a drink to that or whatever. That was the question. Anyway, bottom line is he was surprised. Okay, so we brought a raya, Ravika Baravin, 
um, Ra- uh, basically said that Rab made himself available to Rabba, uh, Rabba in the study of Rav, and he was standing, he was Yachid, and it was the night. So clearly he does agree to the idea of night not being a problem, Yachidi not being a problem, standing not being a problem. And uh, that's uh, what Rav said in the name of Nachman, that you could be Shol Neder, Oymed Yechidi, Laila, Shabbos, Kravim. All of those things is acceptable. And even if there was time before Shabbos, you could still do it on Shabbos. So the Gemara is saying, is that really true that you could do it standing? Hi, don't we have a Brysa that Rabbi Gamliel, when he wanted to be Matur Neder of somebody, he got off his donkey, he wrapped himself up, and he sat, on, sat, sat himself down, and then he was Matur Neder. So that's the, the answer is, is that it really depends on what kind of uh, basis do you need to be Matur Neder? How strong of a basis that requires a lot of thought? Can you be Posech Becharata? Or not is really the question. According to Rabbi Gamliel, you can't just start off with charata. Do, oh, do you regret making this vow? Obviously, if I'm asking you to remove it, I regret it, right? So, regret. Okay, good, done. End of story. Um, it, it, uh, but uh, if you can't start off that way, that means you have to find a thing. Well, did you realize what might occur if you? And then you have to actually think through what the vow was. That takes intent, takes intentional intentionality, takes time, takes. Concentration, and that's why he needed to sit down to focus. But and that's why he sat down. But uh, according to Reb Nachman, who says that you don't, you you could start with charata, so then it, that's an easy out, and therefore it doesn't need that much. You could do it even standing, and that's like we saw in the end of Dafayim Vav. You know, he would be preparing his bow and arrow while checking the valve to see if he could uh, remove it. Okay. Um, that's the story. Rav Nachman, uh, Rav said to Rav Nachman that, uh, that uh, the look of the rabbis come from Eretz Yisrael and the, they went to the son of Rav Hunabar Avin and he was Matur Neter. And they said, oh, by the way, uh, they were Matur his Neter and they told him, you should go, but daven for yourself because you were a sinner. And that's the idea that making a vow itself is a sin even if you keep the vow. Um, and that's the Pasuk. Pasuk says, When you refrain, when you stop making vows, you will not have a sin. Sounds like if you don't stop, there is a sin. And that's a right. Okay. We brought in the Brisa. Somebody tells his wife, all the vows that you vow, um, it's EFG. Um, uh, that doesn't mean anything. You, you, even though the, he implies with such lines that he means to be made for the Nadarim, if he doesn't say Mufar Lach, it doesn't work. Okay? If he doesn't say what? Mufar. You have to use mufar, the word of mufar. mufar. Right, exactly. If he says, wow, good going, there's no one like you, if you wouldn't have made the vow, I would have made the vow, <laughs> that's a nice okay. That's a kill. That's accepting the vow. That's extend. That that's what it means. Now, it, with after if that ekdama that you in order to have you have to see it right. That's true always, except when it's not true. When it's Shabbos, okay. So on Shabbos, 
you're not supposed to use the same terminology of afara that you normally use. And therefore, don't say mufar lechi, bata lechi, like you normally say on a weekday. But rather you say, let's say she said, I'm not having coffee. It says here, take, some, take a coffee. Take something to drink, okay? Uh, and you pass her the coffee. That's like, what if that's what she said she's not going to have? That's what you're going to give her. And, you, um, and that's <coughs> indicating that that's what you mean, that basically the vow is, I'm, I'm being made for that nether without saying that. Um, uh, that being said, Rabbi Yechelen says that he has to be mevatalit in his heart. Okay, and then we saw in the price of Bishami says that in general on Shabbos you should be mevatal in your heart, but during the week you have to speak it out. But Basil says no, you always are mevatal in your heart is really the main is really what's required, and you don't need to actually speak it out. Um, and the last thing, which why why did they change what? the word the terminology to batal as opposed to mufar in your heart? Does that make a difference? Um, no, I, no, I, it's a good question, but it's just uh, it, they're, they're both. Don't worry about it. We it's use those words interchangeably. interchangeably. Okay. Yeah, it, 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 or it uproots it altogether. It doesn't. It's it's wiping away from now. It's all. It doesn't so from now on. Does Only the be, rabbi. So approved. not from the time the time she started off with. That's the way it works by uh, by a husband or by a father, but by the rabbi, it uproots it from the beginning. Okay, okay. That's where we're going to so get to. Is, okay. That's the hatara. That's untying it. Okay. Right. So we're going to get to that right now. Rabbi Yechonen says, and this is what's going to really lead us into today's daf. Rabbi Yechonen says that a chacham who uses the terminology of the husband or the husband that uses the terminology of the chacham is not not good at all, and that's what the pasuk teaches us. Zehadavar. This is the matter. Like it's coming to exclude other ways. They so have to say it this way: a chacham can be mater neder and not a husband. Now you might say that a husband should be able to be mater neder because, after all, a chacham that's not mefer nedarim has a can can be mater nedarim. A husband that, uh, that's what a chacham could only cannot be mefer, but he could be mater. So a babla could be mefer. Surely he could be able to be mater. That's what it says. Zehadover. Okay. Yeah. It's completely different that the new wife, a child, 13 years old, says, I'm not going to drink coffee, and the husband says, does an affair for her. Yeah. And her going to the Macaulay and opening a credit account to be able to feed themselves. I don't know if I'm explaining myself. So you're saying that this whole halacha shouldn't apply nowadays? No, what I'm saying is that this, we have a, it's a huge... Uh, there is a huge uh, there is a huge spectrum here because how can you make an uh, I mean a husband with uh, two fingers in his head if the wife goes and open an account in the Macaulay, why would he do an affair on her on on her on her because she she did something rational she did something. That not no, but that's well. That it was given. Here's the okay. So you're asking. You're asking. Maybe a very young wife. You can understand. She's, uh, you know. Maybe she's gonna do something. She's gonna do something that wasn't thought thought impetuous. Uh, wasn't well thought out. But a wife that's older, that's uh, capable of running a business, that's uh, doing things. And, so is, is there too the 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 rule of afaras and Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Well, the rabbis say yes. That yes, that's definitely. exactly right. 
They say yes, that was given he's, over to the husband. Of course. Yes, it's a, due to the relationship between a husband and a wife that the wife, it's that idea that wife um, uh, only takes on vows to, uh, that, yeah, that, be, that the husband will approve of. Right. What that's about like, the... That's affect him, doesn't it? That affect him, it has to affect him. That's, that's affecting point. him also. Uh, well, yeah, it's a very good point. It affects him. You're right. She she didn't have her coffee. Who's suffering? I'm suffering. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking of now, now that uh, the concept of shalom bait. Yes. Is this uh, just a? No, that's 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 all the more important. That's only shalom bait. All the more important than making it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. The Dharma yeah. are bad. Do you understand? The Dharma are yeah, bad. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're in favor of Shalom Bay. No, no, but I'm <laughs> saying. Thank you for telling good. No, 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 no. My question. My question is if you have any source in the memorial of Hashiwos. Yes, it's a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah. The Mishnah in Peah says, Hava Shalom Ben Adam Al Chaviru is some of the. Highest mitzvahs that we could do on an ongoing basis. So it talks specifically about bringing peace between husband and wife as a, as a, as an ideal thing to to try and be involved yourself in. And you mentioned this above Esther. Okay. All right. It's part of Shalom Bayit. Believe me. Yes.